Welcome to this edition of the ASGE Journal Scam podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Brett Peterson, an associate editor of ASGE Journal Scan. In this segment, Dr. Peterson will be discussing a study recently published online by JAMA Network Open. The title of the study is Outcomes of Gallbladder Polyps and Their Association with Gallbladder Cancer in a 20-Year Cohort. Welcome, Dr. Peterson. Will you please tell us a little bit about gallbladder polyps and whether the study found an association between gallbladder polyps and gallbladder cancer? Thanks, Laurie, and welcome to our listeners on this 4th of July weekend. This study from Spakowski and colleagues at Kaiser Permanente of Northern California caught my eye because it addresses a relatively common issue in general gastroenterology. Right upper quadrant ultrasound is a very common study among adult patients of all ages. Miscellaneous findings unrelated to the indication for the exam are often reported, including notation of a gallbladder polyp without other characterizing or concerning features. We know that incidental gallbladder polyps are relatively common. In this series, they were found in 5.8% of 622,000-some patients. Several international and national guidelines, however, which rely on surgical series of polyps identified at cholecystectomy, advise cholecystectomy for those more than one centimeter in size and close annual follow-up for those between seven and 10 millimeters. We know, however, that only a minority of polyps identified by ultrasonography are adenomatous and the others don't carry malignant potential. In this study, gallbladder polyps had been noted in 6%, or 22 patients, among 365 patients with gallbladder cancer, whom also had premorbid ultrasound studies. They were also noted in 5.8% of all adults who underwent abdominal ultrasonography, almost an identical number. Of 35 patients who did have polyps and cancer, many appeared unrelated, as one was seen only transiently. Three had only carcinoma in situ rather than within a polypoid structure, and four were described as overt masses. The association between polyp identification and pathology was uncertain in most patients. Among the overall group of 622,000 patients, polyp measurements were less than 6 millimeters in almost 70%. 6 to 9 millimeters in 23%, and more than 10 millimeters in 8.1%. Overall, cancer rates were low and approximately equivalent in those patients with and without polyps. Slow, progressive polyp growth, which is often reported to be a high-risk indicator, was relatively common, reaching more than 2 millimeters at 10 years, more so for smaller than for moderately-sized polyps. Subsequent cancer, however, among those observed for more than one year was only 3.6 cases per 100,000 person years, and no cancers developed among the 507 patients with small polyps that grew to over 10 millimeters or larger by a mean of three years of follow-up. So what do these results suggest? Well, they suggest that Our current American and European guidance advising annual or even more frequent and long-term surveillance may be unnecessary or at least partly excessive, especially for those smaller lesions and those with minimal change in early years. Cholecystectomy may not be indicated for all polyps that ultimately reach 10 millimeters over time. 
the data are incomplete and uh, uh, obtained in a fashion which doesn't give us entire reassurance. But this may be somewhat analogous to the evolving and lessening guidance for pancreatic cysts. Further studies are required to reset appropriate intervals and durations for sale, uh, surveillance of incidentally identified gallbladder polyps. Dr. Peterson, thank you for joining us today.